Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. A big part of figuring out what makes a good job isn't just what you're going to be doing for a living. It's also all the other stuff, like healthcare, dental, paid time off, all the protections that come with being an employee. But these aren't protections being offered to people working in the gig economy, where temp and contract work are the norm. Now, a bill that just passed is trying to change that. The so-called gig economy bill, also known as AB5, has just passed in the California Assembly. Changes are coming for hundreds of thousands of gig workers across California. And it's all because of how tech companies right here in the Bay Area have tried to redefine work. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Uber set the precedent. Sam Harnett covers tech culture for KQED. I mean, they are the ones who came up with the platform or marketplace argument. It's, it's a very simple platform. And then all the successive gig companies have copied that model. They've been very successful to get local regulators to accept their argument that the workers are contractors. Uber, from the beginning, has been saying, we're not a taxi company. We don't provide drivers. We don't own the cars, nor do we employ drivers. We're a tech company. We create a platform or a marketplace that connects riders to drivers. We have three million driver partners around the world. Uh, And there are some that are disgruntled. All of them, I think, want to make more money. But fundamentally, they get to be their own bosses and they get to work on their own terms. So that's been their main argument, and it's been pretty successful. They've also spent millions of dollars lobbying to either say outright that their workers are contractors or at least uh, give them a leg up. Last year, the state Supreme Court made this really significant ruling. What was that ruling and and what did it change? Yeah, so Dynamex. This year, the California Supreme Court ruled workers who had been independent contractors were instead actual employees of a delivery service company called Dynamex. Dynamex was a trucking company. And it's said all of its truckers were independent contractors. The truckers fought that and say, hey, we're not independent contractors. We're doing your business and we should be employees. I've heard labor advocates say that the Dynamics Court's Supreme Court decision in California has been the biggest victory for labor in 40 or 50 years. And essentially, uh, that case said, if a worker is core to your main business, then there's a real high chance that that person's an employee. 
So suddenly that uh, that marketplace or platform argument that Uber was making and other gig companies were making became a much harder sell. It holds them to the fire in terms of making sure that their workers are paid minimum wage and overtime, which is the very least that 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 low wage workers in uh, in the state of California deserve. So basically, Dynamics made it a lot harder for Uber and other gig companies to argue that their workers were contractors. And the minute that court case went through, you saw Uber and the rest of the gig companies start to freak out. A decision in this case involving Dynamex in April has triggered intense lobbying in Sacramento. They started working with the California Chamber of Commerce on this I'm Independent campaign, which is a bunch of testimonials uh, from, from workers saying that they love contracting. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm an independent. I do independent I'm work. I'm an Uber driver. And I choose to have the freedom to work when I want to work. The opportunity so to pick my daughters up, drop them off from school. I support my family. I wanted to continue to contribute to our family. To set my own schedule. I'm asking Sacramento to protect our freedom to work independently. After the Dynamex ruling, there were all kinds of conversations going on in Sacramento about what this case meant to gig workers who work for companies like Uber and Lyft and DoorDash and others. Tech companies and labor unions were both talking to lawmakers about what this ruling meant, and they knew that lawmakers were gearing up to create a law to solidify the Dynamex ruling. I think the Dynamex decision crystallized an issue that a lot of lawmakers who are strong labor supporters have been trying to get at for a while. Katie Orr is with KQED's Politics and Government Desk. She's covered the lead up to the bill's vote this week. I think they really saw an opportunity through this ruling to craft some kind of legislation to actually codify some changes uh, that companies like Uber and Lyft had been reluctant to make before. Things like Social Security or uh, workers' compensation, unemployment insurance, stuff like that. We see that uh, in Lorena Gonzalez's bill, AB5. If you're a $24 billion company and you get on television and say, if you have to pay your workers minimum wage and provide workers' compensation and, and overtime and, and paid sick leave and paid family leave, if you have to do these things that every other company in California is expected to do, that you cannot survive in the marketplace. I would venture to say this is not how capitalism is supposed to work. When Lorena Gonzalez formally introduced AB5 earlier this year, that's when you saw negotiations kind of kick up a level. Labor unions, like the California Labor Federation, they were big in trying to make sure that the workers were represented. Part of what I want to do, we want to do at Uber, is to think about the independent workers not being a second-class citizen. You also had the tech companies trying to be a part of the discussion because obviously they had a lot to lose if their employment model was upended. Can we economically build out benefits packages and insurance so that this, this can be a safer way of living while at the same time being your own boss? And Governor Gavin Newsom was uh, involved in negotiations as well. So out of this comes AB5. What's in this bill? So AB5 really codifies the Supreme Court decision. It says if you are a worker 
providing a core service to a business, then you must be classified as an employee and get all the rights and protections that employees typically receive. However, the law goes beyond just these tech companies that have really been the focus of the conversation. There are a ton of professions that operate on a contractor model. Something I learned, doctors are contractors. They're not allowed to be employed by the hospitals where they work. I didn't know that. Uh, Yeah, it's a law in California. So you started to see all of these carve-outs in the bill. You know, for doctors, for travel agents, um, for hairdressers and barbers and estheticians. I mean, just lists for journalists, freelance journalists are included in there. So there are entire like lists of occupations that are exempted from these rules in one way or another. And that is something that the tech companies have pointed to and said, hey, You're essentially exempting everyone but us, and that's not fair. Nearly every other industry in California that works with independent contractors has received an exemption from the ABC test through the special amendments I mentioned earlier. I got to ask you, if the legislature gave a carve out for the tech companies in AB5, what's the whole point of AB5 then? Well, exactly. And that's what, you know, Lorena Gonzalez and her supporters would tell you in letting a new industry come in and say, because I hire you through an app, I don't have any rules. They really see this as an opportunity to kind of bring those companies in line with the way other traditional companies in California need to operate. If you go in your community and you ask the people who are actually abiding by the law, what happens when they have to compete against a business that doesn't pay payroll taxes, that doesn't pay 7.5% into Social Security and Medicare for their workers, that doesn't provide a minimum wage and overtime, they cannot continue to compete. Tech companies were getting nervous. They were hoping that they could negotiate a carve-out in AB5 that didn't happen. And before they could pursue another kind of solution, uh, the bill went through the legislative process and had its final vote on Wednesday morning. All members vote who desire to vote. Clerk will close the roll and tally the vote. Ayes 56, noes 15. This measure passes with immediate transmittal to the governor. Do you know what some of these big tech companies are saying about AB5? Uber came out after the bill passed and said, we completely disagree. We don't think that our workers are misclassified, even under this new Supreme Court ruling. Because we continue to believe that drivers are properly classified as independent, and because we'll continue to be responsive to what the vast majority of drivers tell us they want most, flexibility, drivers will not automatically be reclassified as employees even after January of next year. We are not going to reclassify our drivers if this if the governor signs this as he's expected to do and it takes effect January 1st and we'll fight it in court. Uber, Lyft and DoorDash have already contributed 30 million dollars each to a potential ballot initiative uh, for 2020 that would let voters decide on whether there should be a different classification of worker for gig workers. 
if we accept that tech is the future of work, which I feel like we are more and more, then I feel like what's at stake here in California uh, and what's happening here can have huge consequences for the rest of the country, too. Is anybody talking about that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is the reason why uh, these companies are already throwing $90 million into a campaign account for a potential ballot initiative. We've already seen unionization efforts for Uber drivers. So this stuff is percolating around the country. And what happens in California is so important that these companies are willing to go to like full on war to get a solution that they like. They are already saying, if this becomes law with the governor's signature, we will not follow it. KDOR reports for KQED's Politics and Government Desk. She says that everybody can agree that the economy is evolving. Yeah, you had contract and freelance workers before, but these tech companies like Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, TaskRabbit, they've taken it to a new level. And for the first time, a state is trying to figure out where these gig workers fit into the workforce. And if this is the future of work, is it fair? The Bay is made by producer Erica Cruz Guevara and our editor, Erica Aguilar, who's going to be leaving us soon to take a job as senior editor of KQD's new housing hub. We are going to miss her a lot, but she's going to be doing some amazing things right down the hall from us. We'll have more goodbyes for her later. KQED's senior leadership team includes Julie Kane, Vinnie Tong, Ethan Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. Our theme music is by Dowd Anthony. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for the Bay. Talk to you next week. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S.